Hi, and welcome to the Men on the Path to Love podcast, the humor episode. (laughs) I'm Bill Simpson, your host. I coach men who are struggling in relationship, how to communicate effectively, build trust, and deepen intimacy so that they can be the best version of themselves in relationship and live the life they love. So they say there's four main rules when looking for a good woman in a relationship. Number one, find a woman who's a good cook and keeps a clean home. Number two, find a woman who is fiscally responsible and appreciative of gifts you can afford. Number three, find a woman who is passionate and really good in bed. And number four, the most important of all, make sure they never find out about each other. Okay, okay, it's an old joke, and it's not that funny. (laughs) So, is humor a good thing in relationship? Does humor help in relationship or marital satisfaction? Well, research says, hands down, yes. Duh. I mean, we don't need research to tell us that. After all, laughter is the best medicine, right? Well, a study showed that humor can be helpful in conflict resolution in a relationship. And in highly stressful situations, the research indicated that the more the husband used humor, the greater chances of the couple separating or getting divorced. Interesting, huh? Take my client Nick, for example. Not his real name. Nick's a real funny guy, and he came to me because his sense of humor was causing problems in his marriage with Maggie, not her real name. He told me that he had always used humor and sarcasm as a way to cope with difficult situations in his life, and it certainly served him well in his sales career, but not so much in his marriage. At first, Nick didn't see anything wrong with his behavior. He thought he was just being himself and that Maggie was being too sensitive. However, after a lot of arguments and some really tense moments, he realized that his sense of humor was actually causing damage to their relationship. And it got to the point where Maggie was getting really upset, saying that she didn't think Nick was taking their relationship seriously and that a lot of his humor was hurtful. I asked him to give me an example of how he hurt Maggie. And he said that he remembered one day Maggie came home after a long day at work and she was feeling exhausted and stressed out. When he saw Maggie dragging in and looking unhappy when she saw him, he said something like, wow, you look so happy to see me. Did you have a good day at work? Or are you just really excited to come home to me? And Nick said that Maggie got really pissed off and told him to go F himself. Obviously, he knew that he messed up, but he still thought that Maggie was being too sensitive. So I explained to Nick that even though he may have intended this as a joke or some playful banter, Maggie could have seen it as possibly a criticism or a way of belittling her feelings uh, that she wasn't being seen and that this kind of sarcasm can be hurtful to someone who is already feeling emotionally drained, you know, from the long day. So Nick took it in, he heard me, and he paused. Then he told me that he does that a lot. You know, he said not just with Maggie, but other people as well. He said that he could see how it could come across as hurtful. 
Then I asked Nick to imagine himself in that situation again and to recall just before he was about to say that sarcastic comment to Maggie, what was he feeling? And Nick paused again and he said that he felt rejected by Maggie because she didn't seem happy to see him. Yeah, you know, so I pointed out to him that instead of being vulnerable and letting Maggie know how he felt or asking her how she was doing, he used sarcasm or humor in a passive-aggressive way that ultimately hurt her. Nick was like, wow, that's what I do. That's who I am. And I said to him that it's not who he is. It's just a pattern of behavior that has been ingrained in him for a long period of time. And that if he wanted to stop hurting Maggie or anyone else with his humor, he could change his behavior. So Nick and I worked on identifying his feelings, you know, being more vulnerable and communicating in a way, and even with using humor, communicating in a way that helped him and Maggie feel more connected. And over time, with lots of practice doing it right and still doing it wrong at times, you know, getting feedback from Maggie, to deepen his connection with Maggie and others as well. And the last I spoke with him, he was feeling much more confident in himself and in his relationship. So, yeah, that, that's what happens a lot when men use humor in a way that is harmful to the relationship. And I know for me, in, in my marriage, I would use humor when my wife would state the obvious. Like, um, I don't know, say, say I walked in the door and she would say, you're home you know, kind of excited to see me. And I would look at her kind of strange with a little smile and say something like, no, I actually haven't left the office yet, you know. Or maybe she'd say, you're wearing a red shirt. And I'd say, really? I thought I was wearing purple. And, and she'd sort of laugh, but more in an embarrassed way, you know. So we ended up talking about it. And she said that it made her feel patronized and stupid, you know, even though she knows she's not stupid. And, of course, I didn't want to do that to her. I tried really hard to stop, but I got to tell you, it wasn't easy. And the more I thought about it, you know, the more it started to sink in. And one day after reflecting on it, I realized that that's what my father used to do with us kids and the family. And I remember feeling stupid. And he would do it to other people, too. Here's a classic example. You know, he had this story that he would tell often. He thought it was so funny about when he went to a restaurant and ordered iced tea and the server said that they didn't serve iced tea. And my dad then asked, do you serve hot tea? And she said, yes. And he asked if they had ice and she said, yes. Then he said, well, please bring me some hot tea and a glass of ice. And she was like, oh, you know. And, you know, my dad made the server feel stupid for something that seemed obvious to him. And he could have just asked for it in a different way. And instead, he used his humor in a passive-aggressive way, which made her look or feel stupid. And, you know, it made for kind of a funny story. 
But to me, it made him look kind of like an asshole, you know, mostly because he would do it to my siblings and me often. So I can see how I got it honestly from my dad. And I've worked hard not to talk to my wife or anyone else, frankly, to make them feel less than me or stupid in any way. Now, women can certainly do this too. Yet the research shows that when women use humor in relationship in a way that serves to lighten or calm a tense situation and that it literally slows down her husband's or partner's heart rate, there is a much better chance of long-term stability in the marriage or relationship. After reading about that, what came to mind is a client of mine, Jenna, not her real name. She had a great sense of humor, and her partner, Mark, not his real name, uh, they were having a heated argument about their household chores one day, and... Mark felt like he was doing more than his fair share, while Jenna felt like she was always constantly picking up the slack. And the tension in the room was palpable, and it seemed like the argument was going nowhere. Jenna, sensing that the situation was getting out of hand, decided to use humor to diffuse the tension. And I think she said something like, well, I guess I better start practicing my acrobatic skills so I can do backflips while washing the dishes too. And she said that Mark chuckled thinking about, you know, the image of Jenna doing backflips with a sponge in her hand. Well, the tension did lift and they were able to sit down and have a heart-to-heart productive conversation about their household chores and how they could split them more fairly. And in this example, Jenna's use of humor helped to break the tension in the room and allowed both her and Mark to see the situation from a new perspective. By making Mark laugh, rather than putting him down or hurting him in some kind of way, Jenna was able to shift the tone of the conversation and open up the lines of communication. So the bottom line here is that humor can be really good in relationships as long as it is done in a way that doesn't hurt the other person. And that goes both ways for men and women. Although stereotypically, it's the man who's the one who cuts with humor. You know, the whole busting your balls kind of thing. And using, you're too sensitive as a defense mechanism. And guys, if you're saying, you're too sensitive, can't you take a joke? And all that, stop. You're not seeing her. And if you have a sense of humor, learn to use it in a loving and fun way that brings you closer together, not further apart. Here's a quote from comedian Yakov Smirnov that sums it up nicely. He says, I believe that love and laughter can only happen when one person takes the time to think about what would make the other person feel good. Yeah. And on that note, we'll wrap up this episode of the Men on the Path to Love podcast, the humor episode. Thank you so much for listening. So you've heard me mention the term toxic masculinity, especially in my interviews with James, Devin, and Aaron. And I even touched on it in my interview with Arlene, the marriage counselor. I think that was the first time I talked about it. Well, the next episode is all about what the impact of toxic masculinity can have on modern-day relationships. 
you will definitely want to check this one out. On the Men on the Path to Love podcast, the Toxic Masculinity episode. And remember, if you have any questions or issues about your relationship you need help with, comments about the podcast, anything you want to discuss, please email me at bill at pathways2livingwell.com. That's bill at pathways2livingwell.com. And if you know someone who you think might benefit from listening to this podcast, please share the link and share the love. And until next time, keep your heart open and stay on the path to love.